0: to receive 20% off your membership at onxmaps.com slash hunt and find more birds this spring. Hey, I just sat down with the owners and operators of Maui Nui Venison. They're on a mission to balance axis deer populations on Maui while giving back to the community and run a totally sustainable operation. For folks like me who want to get your own meat but aren't always successful, you can become a snack subscriber Get some Axis Deer Sticks sent right to your door. Visit MauiNuiVenison.com, that's M-A-U-I-N-U-I, Venison.com, and use promo code CAL for 20% off your first order. Outdoor adventure won't wait for engine problems. Things like hard starts, rough performance, and lost fuel economy are often caused by fuel gum and varnish buildup. Seafoam can help your engine run better and last longer. Simply pour a can in your gas tank. Hunters and anglers rely on Seafoam to keep their engines running the way it should the entire season. Pick up a can of Seafoam today at your local auto parts store or visit Seafoamworks.com to learn more. That's Seafoamworks.com to learn more.
1: Mediator's World News Headquarters in Bozeman, Montana. This is Cal's Week in Review with Ryan Cal Callahan. Now, here's Cal.
0: If you happen to be a, quote, selfie seeker, stay out of London's Richmond Park, at least during the Red Deer rut. Amateur photographers and iPhone fanatics alike are finding themselves helplessly drawn to the roar of the Red Stag. 600 red deer live inside the walls of the park, which was built in 1529 by Edward I. Red deer are native to Europe and the fourth largest of the deer species, second only to moose. Males, called stags, can weigh upwards of 500 pounds and females, called hinds, just under 400 pounds. The red deer in Richmond Park go into rut, or mating season, between September and November and behave basically like elk do here in the United States. The stags get all puffed up on testosterone and parade around their large, sharp antlers trying to collect groups of hinds into harems. The stags get highly competitive, posturing, and fighting. Several looky-loos drawn to the spectacle have been injured, including a London hat maker who was gored in 2018, according to the Wall Street Journal. Park rangers are complaining that the tourist and photography crowd are not only putting themselves in danger, but also inhibiting the natural rut behavior. One officer reported a group of 60 photographers surrounding one stag. You mean to tell me that 60 people standing 20 feet from you while you're trying out your courtship behavior could potentially kill the mood? Another photographer reported having seen parents attempt to place their children on top of deer for pictures, including a three-year-old girl. The photographer says, and quote, I had to explain why it was not a good idea for their daughter to approach a stag that is pumped up full of testosterone, and wants to mate. That's actually good life advice right there. The camera crowd loves this urban spectacle of wildness. One frequent photographer said, quote, It's like being on safari. Last week, there was a massive rush to get behind the cafeteria because there were so many deer there. Sounds just like a proper safari. I bring this story up so all of our hardworking park rangers in places like Yellowstone, Glacier, and Yosemite know that they aren't alone. Yellowstone bison haven't cornered the market on straightening out bad tourist behavior. There may be a support group in the making, and you can say it started right here at the habituated animal desk of Cal's Week in Review. This week, we've got the Land and Water Conservation Fund, outlaws, pigs, and a few things to set straight. But first, I'm going to tell you about my week. I packed as much into a week as you could possibly try to do, lots of time on the road and the river, I tried out a new spot for deer that included a bit of canoeing. After learning a lesson from the last river trip, I threw my battery-powered steel chainsaw in the canoe in case it downed trees. The best part, aside from the fact that there were no trees, was that I could plop that clean saw right on top of my hunting gear without any worry about it leaking two-stroke fuel and oil all over the place because it's battery-powered. If you'd like to check out one of these highly recommended, scarily powerful chainsaws, go to www.steelcal.com. That's S-T-I-H-L-C-A-L.com. This podcast is powered by steel, and you could be too. Yeah. I even cut a bunch of firewood into seek outside titanium stove lengths inside my closed urban garage this weekend. I was warm and the neighbors had no idea it was happening. Uh, You can see the video of that on my Instagram feed at oldcal406. Now, one quick note on uh, the transportation of firewood. You have got to pay attention to what the regulations are in your area. In some areas where you're dealing with moths and beetles and worms and all sorts of critters that live in wood, it is not a good idea to transport wood anywhere. Other areas, you have got to keep your cut firewood within your county. Certainly almost always within your state, and it has got to be kiln dried and approved to take it across international borders. All right, moving on. We got a big, huge announcement here. As you may recall, I found some abnormally heavy bison teeth while out fishing with the folks on a family friend's ranch. I was hoping that they may be from something a bit more special than just bison bison or modern bison. You know, something like an ancient horse or a camel. Well, I just got the official results back and I have in my hand a genuine bison antiquus tooth. That's Ice Age bison. These large herbivores roamed North America from 18,000 to 10,000 years ago, weighed an estimated 3,500 pounds, stood 7.5 feet tall, 15 feet long, with horns that measured 3 feet from tip to tip, and early humans hunted them on foot. We know this as spear and projectile points have been discovered alongside the remains of bison antiquus. Now, for what folks really care about, Jeremiah R. Owens, or Jer Owens, and CM Beta Custom Knives. Those two Instagram handles. You were the first, as far as I could tell, to guess the correct origin of the tooth on the Instagram post I put up 17 weeks ago. So, write in to Ask Cal... A-S-K-C-A-L at com, and I will send you real deal, official, Cal's Week in Review, reusable shopping bags, or shopping totes bags, whatever you want to call them, you know, nice looking canvas bags, available only at com. As I wrote on the website, conservation work never stops, and neither will this bag. You can use it to ditch plastic crap at the grocery store, or as I do, to keep my coolers organized on those multi-day float trips. You know, lunch one day in one bag and dinner fixings in the other, you get it. The most important part is the Cal's Week in Review logo will tell everyone that you know a little bit about a lot of stuff. You'll get invited to pub trivia nights, uh, maybe get asked out on a date. And then if you do show up to that pub trivia night, people will fear you. to receive 20% off your membership at onxmaps.com hunt and find more birds this spring. We've all seen plenty of gadgets and fads come and go, but here's one product that stood the test of time. Seafoam motor treatment. Lots of hunters and anglers know that seafoam helps engines run better and last longer. It's really simple. When you pour it in your gas tank, You know, regularly. People everywhere rely on Seafoam to keep their trucks, boats, and small engines running the way they should the entire season. Help your engine run better and last longer. Pick up a can of Seafoam today at your local auto parts store or visit SeafoamWorks.com to learn more.
1: Now, a lot of you guys are familiar with the old hunting tradition of eating, you know, some organ, the heart or a chunk of liver And make sure to use code MEATEATER for 10% off your purchase.
0: That's heartandsoil.co. Use the code MEATEATER. Moving on to a few fun housekeeping items. I need to set the record straight on the topic of mining and the possibility of reforming the 1872 Mining Act introduced by Senator Grijalva of Arizona. The simple fact is... I want us, the American people, to get as much as we can for the disruption of our combined birthright or public lands. I want bad operators to be good operators and held to a high standard that protects the woods, waters, and animals that I love so much. Being a consumer of many, many things that are dug up from the ground, I am pro-mining as it makes my life so much easier. And I have several friends that are, in fact, miners. The only thing I have against miners themselves is that they outdrink you. <laughs> Then they beat you to the bar tab, something I find very annoying. Now that that is all cleared up, uh, listener mail, something we haven't done in a long time. You've got mail. Jackson wrote in about filling a whitetail doe tag while listening to the podcast. He writes, while most deer would run away, your soothing voice seemed to keep her in front of me long enough for me to squeeze off a shot. While this isn't my typical or preferred method of hunting deer, I want to thank you for helping me fill my bonus tag. Uh, No problem, Jackson. I'll let you know if this violates any electronic game call laws and rules in your area. Uh, Matthew wrote in, I'm a Pennsylvania hunter. In PA, we have a one-week October muzzleloader season, which means hunters can use modern inline muzzleloaders and an additional two-week flintlock-only season after Christmas. To my knowledge, PA is the only state that has a muzzleloader season and a separate flintlock muzzleloader season. Doing some brief research on the topic in the past, an interesting article said the Pennsylvania flintlock season began the year after the movie Jeremiah Johnson came out because everyone in Pennsylvania wanted to go hunting with the 50 cal hawkin like in the movie.
1: Are you sure that you can skin grizz just as fast as you can find
0: it. I'm sorry to respond, Matthew, that this cannot be the case, as in the absolutely phenomenal movie Jeremiah Johnson, the 50 caliber Hawkin was a percussion cap black powder rifle. So, you know, no word on why flintlocks are the thing. Marty wrote in, A minor correction is needed. In a recent Cal's Weekend review, a statement was made stating an African cheetah will never meet an American pronghorn antelope. To that statement, I say... Except in Texas, sir. Except in Texas. You got me there, Marty. And finally, hot tip from Brian. When in the great outdoors, while it's cold, I always spray my feet with a right guard antiperspirant before I put my socks on. Keeps your feet from sweating while you're trekking out to your destination in your vehicle or hiking. Keeps your feet warm all day because they never got wet at the beginning of the day. Somebody should try that one out. Let me know what you think. If there are any female listeners to the show, other than the incredible Kimberly Schmidt, of course, you had better get writing in, as the fellas are outpacing you in the Ask Cal inbox. Uh, moving on, back to Michigan. The Michigan House voted to repeal the deer baiting ban, so now you can do that legally. In totally unrelated news, alcoholism and Michigan deer biologists hit an all-time high. Only one of those things is a joke. And speaking of high, we are jumping over to our European desk. You know that old saying, happy as a pig in uh, mud? Well, now in Italy, it's happy as a pig on cocaine. Yes, if you've noticed unusually high feral hog activity in Europe, that's because they, as in the hogs, are in fact high. An estimated 2 million wild boar roam Italy, according to Calderetti Prandini, the president of Italy's farming association, if you like things like prosciutto, jamón, and lardo, you'd assume that's a good thing. But if you're an Italian farmer, you actually protest in the streets of Rome over the presence of feral hogs and their destructive tendencies. In a strange turn of events, the farmers have found a few unlikely allies in a small group of drug dealers who may hate the porcine snorters even more than the farmers. The dealers, a gang comprised of three Albanians and one Italian, buried about $21,962 worth of cocaine in a field in Tuscany and were taking two kilos at a time into the cities to sell. The police overheard the dealers on a phone call discussing the fact that wild boars had dug up their cocaine, eaten what they could, and then distributed the rest of the white powder around the Valdichiana Valley. For free, I assume. Ingesting cocaine, which is derived from the coca plant, releases high levels of dopamine into the parts of the brain that control pleasure. This buildup causes intense energy, happiness, and alertness, but also a loss of appetite. So, if you're a farmer, a wild pig on cocaine could be a match made in hog heaven. (laughs) Moving on, and sticking with our criminal activity desk... A Detroit Lakes man was sentenced in Becker County District Court for felony first-degree controlled substance crime for selling, quote, meth to a few people. Officers found in possession of Joshua David Moltson 48 grams of meth, 4.29 grams of heroin, 3.6 grams of cocaine, fentanyl patches, marijuana plants, and 48 snapping turtles. I know what you're thinking. Typical. Now, I don't know a lot about drugs, but those amounts sound like a lot to me. I do, however, know for a fact that 48 snapping turtles is a lot of snapping turtles. The legal possession limit is three in Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. Mr. Moulton received a sentence of supervised probation for the next 30 years with his hunting and fishing privileges revoked for three. Apparently, the misdemeanor fish and game charge of being over the legal possession limit on snapping turtles was dropped in the plea agreement, which sounded strange to me. Not having a legal background, I contacted a local attorney here in Bozeman, Montana, a Miss Andrea Collins, to help walk me through this sentence. 65 months in prison, stayed for 30 years, 25 days in jail, with credit for 25 days served, a $1,000 fine, and $1,645 in court fees, which includes $480 in restitution. Basically, according to Miss Collins, our drug dealer owes $2,645, I hope the 480 in restitution goes to Fish and Game. He serves no time in jail other than time served, but if he screws up at any time during the next 30 years, he will have to fulfill the 65 months in the clink. Dropping the Fish and Game charge seems a bit petty, but I'm on the side of the animals here. I just can't help but wonder why so many turtles. I mean, I've heard of drug mules, but never drug turtles. Was this some kind of attempt to make the meth distribution slower and steadier? Or maybe he was using them to guard the goods. I don't think I'd try to snatch a fentanyl patch out from underneath the beak of a snapping turtle. Moving on to our rare finds desk. I'll admit that when I read this headline, I thought someone discovered a rare extinct dodo egg floating in the ocean. Spoiler, I was wrong. But never mind that, because what they did find was still very cool. Fifty-six feet below the surface of the ocean, off the Norwegian coast, a group of divers encountered a rare find, a floating orb of jelly filled with hundreds of thousands of baby squid. The sphere was birthed by the ten-armed squid, or southern short fin squid. While the body of the southern short-finned squid is only 8 to 16 inches long, at their absolute largest, the jelly ball they create and fill with eggs is over three feet in diameter, That's like a candlestick giving birth to a large, obnoxious beach ball. It's an amazing world out there. The ten-armed squid can be found just about everywhere. The Western Atlantic, Eastern Atlantic, the Mediterranean, and the Caribbean. Females can contain an estimated 800,000 eggs in their ovaries, which is a good thing, as the ten-armed squid is one of the most fished four species in the Atlantic. So now you can give your date some fun reproductive facts the next time you buy calamari. They love that sort of stuff. You can say something like, you know, these squid are sexually dimorphic, and so are we. Moving on, and getting all serious as we are going to our What's Happening in DC desk. The Senate Energy and Natural Resources Committee voted to permanently authorize and fully fund the Land and Water Conservation Fund, or LWCF. LWCF was established in 1964 to help fund projects related to the outdoors, like parks, boat ramps, rifle ranges, and easements to public land and water. Every single state in the U.S. has used LWCF funds. Get up and walk around your community. Chances are you'll find a sign or a placard or the like that says this place made possible by LWCF funds. The funds, or the F in LWCF, come from offshore oil and gas drilling on the Outer Continental Shelf and are distributed through matching grants, if the money actually gets appropriated into the fund, which it hasn't for virtually the entire history of LWCF. LWCF has a history of having a large portion of the F for funds, diverted away, and not being spent on things it was intended for, like national parks, refuges, battlefields, national forests, trail systems, and wildlife habitat. So what the F? Right now, hop on the web, punch in, House Natural Resources Committee, call your duly elected representative, and thank them. Yes, say thank you for voting to fund LWCF and let them know how important that is to you you know, because you use your local park or just enjoy the thought of it. Then give your other representatives a call and let them know how thankful you are that the House Natural Resources Committee just voted for full funding with a capital F, and you just want to let them know how important that is to you and it better move all the way through. Then wish them happy holidays. This isn't hard. After all, you've been doing this for 30 episodes now. You should at least have a staffer on a first-name basis. That's all I've got for you this week. Thank you very much. And remember to tell your friends about Cal's Week in Review. Shoot me an email and let me know how I'm doing at AskCal. That's A-S-K-C-A-L at com. And remember to leave me a review by hitting the furthest right-hand star wherever podcasts are available to be streamed or downloaded. Talk to you next week. I just sat down with the owners and operators of Maui Nui Venison. They're on a mission to balance Axis deer populations on Maui while giving back to the community and run a totally sustainable operation. For folks like me who want to get your own meat but aren't always successful, you can become a snack subscriber, get some Axis deer sticks sent right to your door. Visit MauiNuiVenison.com. That's M-A-U-I-N-U-I venison.com and use promo code Cal for 20% off your first order. Outdoor adventure won't wait for engine problems. Things like hard starts, rough performance, and lost fuel economy are often caused by fuel gum and varnish buildup. Seafoam can help your engine run better and last longer. Simply pour a can in your gas tank. Hunters and anglers rely on Seafoam to keep their engines running the way it should the entire season. Pick up a can of Seafoam today at your local auto parts store or visit SeafoamWorks.com to learn more. That's SeafoamWorks.com to learn more.